Welcome to the Good Growing Podcast. I am Ken Johnson, horticulture educator with University of Illinois Extension, coming to you today from Jacksonville, Illinois, with a garden bite. And with the gardening season coming up here pretty soon, I thought we'd take a little bit of time to talk about growing asparagus in your garden. Asparagus is one of the few perennial plants that we are going to grow in our gardens, but don't let that intimidate you. It's a pretty easy crop to grow. However, you will need to have a little bit of patience if you're going to grow asparagus. So one of the common questions we get about growing asparagus is what type should I grow? And there's going to be a few different things we want to think about here. First, if you're looking through garden catalogs, you may notice that when it comes to buying asparagus, you can either buy them as seeds or you can buy them as crowns. Typically, people are going to grow crowns, and this was commonly recommended. The crowns are going to be one-year-old plants, so you're going to have these roots and the crown of the plant that you're going to be purchasing and placing in the ground. The other option is going to be seeds. Uh, Seeds are going to be much less expensive than the crowns. However, it's going to take a lot longer for your plants to get established. They're going to have to be in the ground for a couple of years. That first year, it's going to focus most of its growth on root development. Second year is above ground growth. If you do decide to grow asparagus from seed, you'll probably need to wait three or four years before you can start harvesting a crop off of that. On the other hand, if you grow with crowns, you can usually start harvesting at least in small amounts the year after they're planted. So crowns, you're buying actual plants. You get to start to harvest about a year after at least small amounts. Seeds are going to be cheaper but you're going to have to wait three or four years before you can start harvesting your plants. Another thing to point out with asparagus plants is that they are dioecious, which means they have separate male and female plants. Now, female plants tend to produce larger spears, but they produce fewer of them. Additionally, those female plants are going to produce flowers and they're going to produce fruit and seeds. And this is going to take up a lot of energy from that plant to produce those fruit and those seeds. And when those seeds land on the ground, they will sprout, you'll get the seedlings, and that those plantings can become overcrowded and become weedy uh, if you do have female plants. On the other hand, male plants tend to produce smaller spears, but they produce more of them. And since they aren't producing seeds, you don't have to contend with those seedlings becoming weedy in your asparagus patch. Male plants also tend to live a little bit longer than female plants. So because of this, males live longer. You don't have to worry about the weeds. You don't have to worry about energy being put into fruit production and seed production. Male cultivars are going to be the preferred choice for home gardens. There are all kinds of different types of asparagus on the market. Unfortunately, one of our more common and more recommended varieties, uh, the Jersey series, the production of that was stopped in 2021, so that may be kind of hard to find. So these would be things like uh, Jersey Knight, Jersey Giant, Jersey Supreme. Uh, But some other varieties that typically do well in home gardens are going to be Millennium, Purple Passion, as well as the Washington series of asparagus. That's going to be Mary, Martha, and Waltham, Washington. So there's just a few cultivars that you could look for if you want to grow asparagus. Once you've decided what type of asparagus you want to grow, you need to decide how much you want to plant. Obviously, the amount of room you have in your landscape is going to dictate this to some extent. Uh, But if space isn't an issue, typically 10 to 20 plants per person is going to be a good start. Again, asparagus is a perennial crop, so site selection is going to be important because we're not going to be able to move this once it's planted. Uh, Plantings can last for 15 plus years. Asparagus is going to do best in well-drained soils, and it's going to need full sun. It's going to produce best in full sun. Again, since these are perennials, you want to make sure you're selecting a site that isn't going to be constantly disturbed. Putting your asparagus patch in the middle of your vegetable garden probably is not going to be the best idea. So when picking this location, make sure you're happy with it, and you can live with that being there for an extended period of time. Asparagus can be planted in the ground as soon as the ground can be worked. Uh, Typically here in central Illinois, that's between March 15th and April 15th. So when it comes to actually planting our asparagus crowns, we want to dig a trench that's 12 to 18 inches wide and 6 inches deep. We're going to place the crowns 9 to 12 inches apart in that trench, making sure that the buds are facing up. 
So once you have your plants in your trench, you're going to start covering them, but you're not going to completely cover them right away. You're going to leave some of that soil off to the side. You're going to start covering them with about two inches of soil and as those plants start growing taller you will continue to fill in that trench until it's completely full. As your plants are growing weed control is going to be very important when you're establishing your asparagus patch and as well as well as to get a good crop from your asparagus. One common belief out there is that adding salt to asparagus plantings is a good way to do this. While asparagus can tolerate higher salt levels than a lot of plants can, it's not a good idea to add salt to your soil. That excess salt will destroy the soil structure. Uh, it can inhibit water penetration into the soil. It can also leach out of that asparagus planting and affect other nearby plants. So we want to avoid adding salt to our landscapes to eliminate weeds and asparagus plantings. Instead, uh, this is going to be kind of down the line. Early in the season before asparagus shoots emerge, you want to shallowly cultivate your soil to eliminate weeds and then add a layer of mulch to help suppress those weeds. And then as the growing season goes on, if you have that mulch, you can pull weeds and it's gonna be easier to do that with that mulch there. When it comes to fertilizing during the first three years, your plants should be fertilized in the spring with a balanced fertilizer. So those three numbers are gonna be the same. So something like a 10, 10, 10, 12, 12, 12, so on. Uh, at about two pounds of that fertilizer per 100 square feet. Starting in the fourth year, you have your plants in the ground. You wanna apply the same amount of fertilizer but you want to wait and do it until you are done harvesting. So that's going to be June and July. So first three years, do it in the spring. Fourth year on, apply that fertilizer when you're done harvesting. Harvesting. While we're growing the plants, when can we harvest our asparagus? This is where our patience is going to come into play. Harvesting too many spears too early will lead to weak plants and lower yields down the road. So the first year you have your plants in the ground, if you're growing from crowns, don't harvest any asparagus. Let those plants get established. Those spears will eventually will open up and create ferns or the leaves. Those are going to photosynthesize, produce a bunch of energy that the plant is then going to store and use the next year. The year after planting, so your second year, you can harvest for about two weeks. However, some people will skip harvesting altogether and again, allow those plants to build up more reserves. The third year, you can harvest for up to four weeks. And then finally, that fourth year onward, you can harvest into May, June, as long as the spears are bigger than three-eighths of an inch in diameter. So again, first year you don't harvest, second year you can harvest for up to two weeks, but a lot of people will skip the second year, third year up to four weeks, and then finally fourth year, your plants are fully established, good to go, you can harvest, harvest through May or June, as long as those spears are big enough. When it comes to actually harvesting the plants, you wanna wait till they're five to eight inches tall, and you can do this by either cutting the spear or snapping it. When cutting, you wanna hold your knife at about a 45 degree angle and cut the spear below the soil line. But when you're cutting, make sure you don't damage any nearby spears that haven't emerged yet. So be a little careful with that. And this is how asparagus is typically going to be harvested commercially. If you just want to go out and snap your spears, grab them near the base of the plant, bend them towards the ground until they snap and you're done. So once you're done with your harvesting, even though it can look a little bit unsightly, you want to leave those that fern growth so let those spears fully grow, produce their leaves, and let it die back on its own in the fall. So this is going to be similar to spring bulbs. You've got those leaves. They're photosynthesizing, creating energy for the plants and storing that in the roots. Hopefully you can use this information if you're thinking about growing asparagus and have a successful asparagus patch in your garden. That's all I've got for you for this week. Thanks for listening and keep on growing.